Now, Keon Lee is not only the general manager of Faust International Youth Theatre, but he's also a lifelong comic book fan who has already had some of his illustrations published as part of Faust's productions. However, he also has been drawing his own comics about his daughter, Olive. And that has been since 2013, when she was just two years old. And now she's nearly 11 and he's ready to publish. I just thought it would be great to get him in the studio and talk more about the special project, and here he is indeed. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. <laughs> Always good to have you on the 123 show. I think last time you were in telling us all about this, but I have been following you on Facebook, and I've seen these cartoons, well, you know, these quotes and drawings that you've made. Um, now, it started in 2013. What, what inspired you? Obviously, your daughter inspired you. And was it something that you have always, you've always been a keen kind of comic book guy, haven't you? Yes. Uh, you know, since I was a teenager, I, you know, I've loved comic books, superhero comic books at first. And then as I got older, I got more into lots of different types of graphic novels. Uh, Sandman by Neil Gaiman was a big influence. And then I just got into more bi autobiographical comics. And, and, and with Olive, um, I, I, I did a, I started a uh, this comic strip series about her. So I did it because she was just so funny. She was <laughs> hilarious. And uh, there were just so many just perfect moments. And, you know, you know, as, as parents, we're like always thinking our children are hilarious and funny, right? And I wanted to capture it. So I'd, I'd just be writing down things that she says. And a lot of my friends are funny and they, they write things and share them on Facebook. But because I'm a comic book guy, I was like, I, well, I could draw this. I, I want to express my, you know, my love for my daughter and just share the funny thing she says via comic strip. And uh, so I just slowly started them. The, the early ones are very rough. Mm -hmm, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was, uh, I just started as general manager back then. So I was very busy. Uh, so some of those early drawings are very, very rushed. Uh, but, you know, as we went on, I just continued to just, she just never stopped being uh funny, funny. So. <laughs> do you know it, it is it is very common now as i think back of it i recall my kids saying amazing crazy things sometimes and i just thought they made me laugh and i just wish i wish i had just recorded it i wish mm. i'd written it down because you know it kind of disappears and it's a lovely thing to do just to capture it like you're capturing yeah. it now if people want to have a look at some of these um illustrations you can go over to my facebook page sadia's money on radio 3 rthk and you can have a look at some of them because they are quite sweet. And so go ahead to the Facebook page and look at it. Now, so that's what you did. You were recording things that she was saying. And in terms of illustrations, is that something that you were experienced in? Is that something you had to kind of work on a little bit or you've always been okay with it? Well, um, since high school, since secondary school, uh, shot in college, um, actually, uh, and my, I would, I would just be known as the artist guy, the little so, doodler who's sitting there doodling. Him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you know, while the teacher is trying to trying their best to teach us, I would be drawing. I don't know, uh, X Files, <laughs> X Files. I'd be drawing X Files uh, comics, Aliens, and um, Tintin and Asterix, and I, I just, I don't know why that medium really spoke to me. I. I just never grew out of it. You know, most people are like, oh, comics are for kids. Mm. But 
the more and more I discovered about the graphic novels and comic book art, I, I, the more I just continued to love it. You know, obviously, when I was a kid, I loved, you know, Tintin, Asterix, and the superhero comics. Mm -hmm. But as I mentioned earlier, it was really the, the autobiographical comics. Uh, you, you might have heard of Mouse by Art Spiegelman. It was recently mm -hmm. in the news a couple of months ago for mm -hmm. being banned. That was about Holocaust, Holocaust survivors. Okay. And, uh, you know, that was an important part of history. And that artist, you know, really delivered a power, excuse me, a powerful story uh, about their family's history. Uh, there's Fun Home by Alison Bechdel, who, uh, who uh, she is a very famous uh, cartoonist who, who shared about her upbringing in a funeral home. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and she also uh, came out as a lesbian. Okay. Uh, and it was about her experiences and her emotions and her relationship with her father. And that was a very powerful book. And there was Persephilis by Marjane, uh, I can't say her name, surname properly. Satrapi, mm -hmm. I think Satrapi. that's correct. Satrapi, uh -huh. mm -hmm. Persepolis. That became uh, a, a animated film about a decade ago now, and that was a very powerful um, a graphic novel and animated film that you know that gave insight to the Western world more about you know uh, upbringing uh, in a Muslim mm -hmm. um, world and culture. Mm -hmm. And the more and more I read, the more. I discovered and learned a lot about the world out there. You know, some people obviously travel or, you know, uh, read. Uh, I, I love comics and mm. I just learned more that's, about the world that way. That's quite an interesting thing because I think sometimes initially when you talk about, when people talk about comics, people think of it as being quite frivolous or, or it's just little cartoon characters that you're looking at and they're doing a story or whatever. But there is actually... Um, a lot that you can convey in a medium that may actually attract people to it because it isn't as intense as, say, reading a book or anything. Because I, I recall my, I think my husband said it, that he had, he went through the whole works of Shakespeare when he was very young mm. in comic book form. And it was mm. just these condensed things. Mm. And he was going through them. And, and that's how he became, how he got an insight into Shakespeare. And then after that, obviously, it got deeper. So some of the things that you've just mentioned here is like, you know, illustrations um, and comics and uh, you know, with a very with a heavier message there that perhaps you know certainly young people might look at. Do you think that comics, as such, in the form that they are, are still something that children these days will look at, or are they just looking at iPads and stuff like that? Oh yeah, they're definitely looking at it. My own children love my comics, and but also they they read lots of comics online. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, there's a whole industry and world on online with uh, online comics um i i've looked into it i've dipped into it there's a lot of free comics that are shared online uh there's numerous there's too too much to mention um and there's uh my children also love manga mm -hmm. uh like japanese yeah, there's style lots here in asia i would say yeah. in this side of the world there's a lot of it i mean i know i was brought up in the uk so we had things like beano and, yeah. and all you know <laughs> lots of the comics there but you know it what was wonderful about them was to actually have a comic in your hands yes you know to flick through it yeah. um because there's so many things online but there is a different thing about holding a book or a comic in your hand do you not mm. think yeah I, I you know i spent so much of my pocket money buying yeah. the, mostly the american comics 
and uh, I also bought those like thick uh, black and white uh, trade paperbacks of uh, of the Japanese manga that came uh, that came through, and it you know it's so you know, people process things differently, um, you know, read the worlds differently. For me, comics is really great for younger younger people generally because it's visual and you you get more information that way. But as a grown up, you know. I, I still find pleasure in seeing a really nicely rendered illustrative world. Uh, again, I, I lean more towards the more autobiographical mm -hmm, comics just mm -hmm. because it speaks to people's experiences in real life in, in worlds where, you know, I'm, I, I don't know much about, you know, obviously you can listen to podcasts, you can read to, you know, normal books mm -hmm. uh, and so on. But for me, I, Apart from maybe theater, nothing beats uh, the, the immediacy from, from reading a graphic novel, seeing th that environment rendered in comic book form. And the artists... Uh, the, Amazing jobs that they do. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It's often kind of sneered at. It's often not seen as high art. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of our media today are actually adaptations from, uh, uh, from comics. Uh, you have... Obviously, the superhero comics, Marvel—they're mm, all know, from the comics. That's right. That's right. But uh, but there's some big ones that are non-superhero related. There's the Sandman by Neil Gaiman, which has got mythical gods and and creatures and fantasy characters in them. Uh, there's also been a recent uh, Netflix series called Heartstopper, mm -hmm. uh, which looked at uh, LGBTQ. Oh, did I say those? <laughs> LGBT, yeah, yeah. LGBTQ yeah, um, yeah. teenagers mm -hmm. and about you know a nice gentle romance uh, between two boys and it was you know it it kind of gave a window into their world mm. and what it's like and and it it does so with empathy and it also widens people's view of the world which you know. I, I think is important. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Now, for you, going back to your book, um, your comic, what are you going to call it, and how does your daughter feel about it? <laughs> uh, so the uh, the comic strip is called Life with Olive. Mm -hmm. uh, the book, uh, un unimaginatively, I called it Life with Olive, Volume One, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's a fifty-page comic and it you know each page it's four panels three or four panels uh depicting like a moment in uh in our lives and and olive and uh you know when we first started it obviously she was too young to kind of really get what was going on she would just see me draw and and you know and uh when she got older you know i would always show it to her and she would you know always laugh or like oh that's me or like it's that's not quite like that. Yeah. Uh, Does she, she kind she of help me... you? Like obviously, if you're quoting her and you're saying Olive said this and this is the, this is how your this thing went on. Does she kind of correct you and say, "Well, actually, Dad, I didn't actually say that, but could you change this?" <laughs> yeah, she's my editor in chief. Uh, I definitely in the past couple of years, I've always shown her before I I, <laughs> I put them online just in case if she's embarrassed or doesn't think that that's appropriate or anything like that but she's always laughed and just like oh that's okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, she's always given me her and does her she have siblings yes uh older brother sam okay and, and sam's great 
and wonderful. But I didn't do a comic book, uh, comic strip. But he for doesn't him. mind this attention going to Olivia to Olive. Oh no, 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 not at all. Uh, it, he he's lovely and wonderful. He's so he's so much smarter than me uh, <laughs> back then and now. Like it's just amazing. Uh, and with Sam. Like you, you can have a great long conversation with him. It will be just as funny, just as great. Uh, but with Olive, it's just that the things she says and does. She comes just, out with the sound bites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like short and pithy, and uh, and with Sam, you'd want to have like a long afternoon tea with him and just mm -hmm. just chat about everything. So, is there a particular, you know, when you put these things together and you're, you, you know, you find a funny quote and you think, okay, I'm going to use that. Is there some other thing in in your head that you want to convey to your audience? I mean, you know, because people, you know, with some of these things, sometimes there's there's a sort of mission behind it to say, look, the moral of the story is, or this, you know, is it is there some other kind of thing that you're thinking of at the same time? Yeah. Well, you know, I just think that the world is so heavy with significant news and politics and 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 things of that nature around us that I just wanted to provide moments of levity moments of just you know pure just silliness and mm -hmm. um humanity mm -hmm. like I do have I have drawn comic strips where Olive has gotten really angry over something you know so it's not all like f funny haha comic strips but but all, it's always from like a point of view of like well, you know, something happened that made her like really, really angry, and it's like, what was that? And and I just wanted it to be real. I didn't, I didn't want it to draw something that was manufactured yeah, or, yeah. or like. You want it as natural as possible. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like, you know, uh, I don't want it to be. Uh, Jim Davis is wonderful, and his com Garfield is amazing for so many years, but. You know, something like something that Garfield has become. Like it, yeah. it's very like. Yeah. Here's the joke. Here's the setup. Here's yeah, the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you uh, don't want. You just want those natural quotes that are coming out at the time and that atmosphere that you captured. Yeah. And it's really. I suppose it started off that you started off for yourself. It was for yourself that you did it initially, and that yeah. was it. And and so, can you see this? Like you've said, volume one. Can you see this as being volume two, volume three? Because you know what? You know when you have children. Like I've got older kids, and no matter what, if I go back at when they were like three, four years old, or two years old, or whatever, the things they said then and now, they're still they're twenty eight and twenty nine. They're still saying things which I think I should record this. I can't <laughs> believe that. So. Can you see this as a long-term project then? Oh, yes, definitely. And uh, I always, you know, uh, I want to continue to capture things for my friends as well, like a, some side projects that I've got going on. I I want to, uh, you know, my friends have been telling me su such wonderful stories and I, I want to capture them all. And, you know, people are shot. You know, they'll tell you over beer, like, oh, some funny things that happened but the problem with me is like you tell me a funny story and it's in my head and I'm like I can see that in graphic novel form I can see that as a comic <laughs> strip so I'm not gonna like steal it and just go hey this is my story but I I, I might turn to I might, you know I'll turn to any one of my friends and go could I use that story and can I draw that for you and I just have some that's in the back burner that I will work on uh, in in a few months time but a big project that I'm actually working on quietly is um, is about my my wife's uh, my wife's uh, family history mm -hmm. she has a fascinating uh, family history uh, uh, 
that started from before World War II in Latvia. Okay. And is about her mother's uh, journey, her grandmother's journey, actually, with her with her children across Europe and into Australia. And that immigration story and during World War II is just fascinating. And I think we all should be looking back and just carefully recording and seeing what has happened to our history, what has happened to our families over the years. Mm -hmm. Because I think the, the more we know about the past, uh, the better it is for us to understand w how we got Things here and yeah. how we can move forward yeah, you know, so for the better. It looks like you have quite a bit of stuff to do yet. I mean, you know, what what's the hardest part of this thing? I mean, you've you've got the the book together now. Um, were the illustrations, or have you found anything difficult about it so far since you started it? Uh, it's just sometimes it's, uh, logistically just trying to find the right time to do it. Um, and but, you're publishing this yourself at the moment, yes, aren't you? Yes, self it's self-published. Mm -hmm. And uh, just other than trying to find some time, uh, you know, for example, the, the Latvian Family Project, that's been going on for the past two years quietly. I, I do a, a couple of pages each week. Uh, and I'd also interview uh, my mother-in-law and uh, and talk to Tanya, my wife, about, about, about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know... I, I'm, I'm not in a rush. I, you know, I'm not beholden to a publishing company that says you need to meet, meet this yeah, deadline. Yeah, I can just good. do this at my own pace. And, and I encourage, you know, other listeners who are out there who, you know, have stories like that, that they should just write it down or draw something, just capture it. I, for me, I don't care about if, if the, if the story that I draw and write ever gets published and be out there in the world. It's I want it for it. Yeah, I want to capture it for my family. Like mm -hmm. one of the main reasons why I did that project was because my children I wanted them to know about um our that side of her mother's uh, history. Mm -hmm. uh, their grandmother's history and so it's important because it's important to them. They want to know, mm -hmm. you know. And it's so important to educate them and it's important to have that knowledge, you know, just for to know it, that's all. Keon, thank you so much for coming in today. Um, and please do, you know, when it gets published, do please tell us so that we can promote it, we can have a look at it and stuff, because <laughs> I'd love to have a look at it. Um, but, you know, I follow you on Facebook and I see it. So it's just some nice, nice things I've seen already. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. And if you, if anybody wants to find out more, you can just find us on Facebook, uh, Life with Olive. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much. The time is 2.30. Let's cross over.